0: Welcome to the Superhero Hour. Hour, the only explicitly Christian podcast on the internet, where we talk about every live-action television show based on a comic book or a comic book property, Ooh, guiding your way in the Lord this morning. I am your host Taylor. With me, as always, is Ryan.
1: So, Greg, thanks for coming back. Not Thank to introduce you, you but um, praise his name, Ryan. You, uh oh, no. you were out last week. I was. When I was at the reeducation camp. Taylor decided. <laughs> uh-huh. Were you in on that decision?
2: Uh, I was briefed about it afterwards, Uh and at first, I resisted, but you know what? Taylor uh, sat down with me, and we read some scripture together, and frankly, I think it's a really good idea for the show.
0: All is well, and all manner of things will be well, am I right? That's true. Am I right? What I do
2: is, it's too big for me to carry Taylor, so I put it in his hands.
0: Man, that is so... Capital H. I'm I'm really enjoying your journey with the Lord, Greg. Yeah. (laughs) Also, with this is Mike. I, I think... The
3: only thing left to say is that Jesus Christ is all the man will need. <laughs> <laughs> I Listen. Spoiler alert. I agree. Because he's those. got that hog. He really does. <laughs> the only Christian podcast that only talks about superhero TV and about how Jesus
0: fucks. He absolutely does. And he's like, he built, he's got, he's got the cum gutters from that cross. Oh, that's. <laughs> no.
1: Crossfit. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> so, but like, just so we can get this clear, just. You don't have to have a giant hog to fuck, right? Like, <laughs> no. All sorts of penis no. sizes can fuck. Everyone yeah.
0: can fuck, but the Lord, he does it well. Yeah, I'm he, sure.
2: The, the Kama Sutra teaches us that you just need to find somebody who has a genital size that matches your own. Okay. Is that really in the Kama Sutra? Yeah, like you can either be a bunny, which means you have <laughs> small genitals, both men and women, or you can be like
0: like a lion.
2: Okay, that makes sense. Or a Shucks tiger out. or a bear. Or but, a liger. Or oh. an elephant, I think, is the highest one. But basically, the Kama Sutra is like, if you got a big dick, Find a chick that's got a big vagina. That's do everybody what? a favor.
0: I find that beautiful. It's, yeah. it's a shame that we now that's have natural. to burn
3: that religious book because it does not fall in line with our religion. Oh, no. they well, we can write in,
2: Jesus in there.
0: That's, that's in the Apocrypha. Yeah, we <laughs> added that in. That's fine. Yeah, the Apocrypha
3: is not in the real text. You're only going to well, accept
2: yeah. the Bible given to us by the papists? Yeah. No. Fuck Wait, off.
1: Is the Apocrypha, like, fan fiction? What's wrong yeah. with that? It
0: kind oh, of okay. is like fan fiction. Yeah, <laughs> is, his his <laughs>
1: weird friend Thomas is like, listen to the real tea. <laughs> listen,
0: if you're, if you're not familiar with the biblical Apocrypha, go check it out, because there's some wild shit in there. I'm pretty sure in one of them, Jesus actually fights a dragon.
1: <laughs> I just love that call, Thomas calls himself the real tea. Yeah. <laughs> he gets up on stage, he's like, yo, what up? This is the real tea. And
0: then they we're like, we're cutting you out of the book. He went, I know it. <laughs> I'll yeah. be over there
2: signing autographs Respect. for $5. dollars <laughs> they like,
0: we're going to call you... We're gonna call you doubting in the main main chapter. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I I,
2: listen, I'm very cool with that. Do whatever
0: Can you shake want, this guy. <laughs> but that's the Did guy. Did Thomas also turn his back on Ska? <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that the Thomas that like every once in a while very old aunt will refer to you if you're doubting something? Like uh-huh. they'll call you a doubting Thomas. Yes. This yes. is him. This yeah. is the team. That, that
0: yeah. What's up? What's up? It's your
2: boy Tommy. <laughs> and his big crime is like he sees Jesus again. And he's like, dude, you're dead. I know you're dead. And Jesus is like, man. You have no faith That's at all. So you? Jesus <laughs> has the same nicknaming skills as Donald Trump. Like, okay, <laughs> doubting
1: Thomas. Yeah. Low e- low energy Judas. I love it because
0: lo- <laughs> like, Jesus showed back up and Thomas was like, show me them holes. Yeah. He was like, I saw you were nailed up there. Show me them holes.
3: I'm going to say, I, I normally I'm a fan of almost everything Thomas has ever said or done, but you should never walk up to anybody no matter how close you think you are to them and say, show me them holes. We well, just want to see if, <laughs> if they're a really lion close, or a rabbit or an them. elephant. <laughs>
2: That is, no, yeah. That, that's good advice. I Even think. if you're
3: like,
0: married to it. Th- don't walk up and say, show me them Yo holes. Yo, Show me them holes.
2: Let me see them holes. Well,
0: what if you're going to uh, the last Blockbuster uh, video that's still open, uh-huh. and you're like, I want to watch a movie with Shia LaBeouf, where and and he, goes, he goes to a child slave camp, and he, you go, show me them holes.
1: But it would still be like, show me where you keep the or movie holes.
3: you're playing a mini golf. But you're at like a big family fun center, and you're lost near the bumper cars, and you're like, hey, oh, attendant, that's... show me them holes. Hey, what if you have holes.
2: bought like a hundred donut holes, but then somebody hid them <laughs> so that the kids wouldn't get into them?
1: Like kick-ass modern Easter. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, kick modern Easter. Hey, kids, what show me them be- holes. <laughs> what if you're that incredible female scientist who developed an algorithm to see a bl- an image of a black hole for the first time, and you're like, show me them holes. Hey, woman <laughs> trying to take all the credit for what a man did.
2: That was, I had to say that was a pretty, we're way behind on this, but that was a pretty cruddy picture.
3: Yeah, you know
1: what? Yeah, I I Talking about holes, which that, I move. Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> my, a bad picture. That's my favorite thing to do when it's someone comes out with a new amazing discovery. Be like, I don't know, that's blurry. It's
0: <laughs> yeah, not, it's the, it's not a good picture. No, they, they could have uh, tightened up the focus a little bit. Yeah, get a better
2: fucking lens. It's pretty blurry. Yeah, and you know what? A lot of it's just very dark. It's, what am I looking at here? Give me a PNG instead of a fucking JPEG. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. The, I think what you need to do is you need to enhance.
1: Oh, yeah. 90s movies taught Just us. Enhance, yeah, enhance, enhance. Enhance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, speaking of hands, and also our new focus as an explicitly cr- Christian podcast, we'll be talking about the return of Lucifer on Netflix later. Huh? Before we get to that, a thing that I am very unhappy about, we're going to do a Super Serious Shishy Bullpen making a Rushmore of Satan's. <laughs> <laughs> now we're here in the Super Serious Shishy Bullpen. This is the part of the show where we kick back and have some fun with some fun little seggies. This week we're doing a, a thing that is anti-Christian. We're making a, a graven idol of the Lord Satan. Oh, we're chiseling him right in there, aren't we? We're putting, we're Hail putting, Satan. All, we're putting all of the best satans, if you can have one of those, right up on a mountain for all to see. So we all know how this goes. We're going to go around the horn. You guys are going to present to me your best Satan, which you think belongs on the Mount Rushmore of satans, and then at the end of it, we're going to have four of those suckers up there, and then we're going to blow it up for our Lord.
1: Is there something that you guys need from a Satan? Like, is like, does he have to be red, or does he have to? I'd say being be the Prince of Lies, Prince of Lies. Okay, yeah. I always or the, like Lord of flies. the or the Prince of Tides.
2: I like the like, the gentleman Satan, uh-huh. like the not overtly hostile Satan, because if Satan just as soon as you see him, it's like <laughs> you're like you know you're just like get away from me, Satan. What about red, gross skin, but wears
0: a tie? That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I like that's that. Uh, I just that's like nice because that's like business Satan, business you know? Satan.
2: Party Satan is just a little, it's too much to handle.
0: Yeah. I, I prefer my Satan to be business in the front, but a little bit of party in the back. And I that's the, the, the tail like, and the hooves, right? The tail and the yeah, hooves. Exactly, yeah, exactly. 100%. So, now that we have got all that out of the way, let's go around the horn, starting off with Mike. Uh, because
3: personal preference is neither here nor there for Rushmore, I'm going to flagrantly ignore everything you guys just said about the kind of Satan you want and say it is darkness from legend. It is Tim Curry, yeah. Satan himself in real life dressed as Satan, with just massive fucking horns. This movie is not... If you've seen the picture, you've seen it. Okay, It's a movie, very little seen. It's like that Hitler meme. Nobody's seen Downfall, but everybody knows that Hitler meme.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Taylor was born in 2007, so like what he's seen doesn't matter. Uh The iconicism is a little bit in question. The looks are not. I mean, he is the most perfect-looking Satan of all time. It was like the best...
2: Makeup and costuming. Yeah. I don't know which it was, it's some combination of those two things, but of our childhood, probably. Like,
1: he really looked
2: like the devil, and there's rare CGI that looks as good, You're right? As Tim Curry fucking looks in this movie. And I think the ability to do that has almost been lost. To yeah, us.
3: they forgot
1: real <laughs> yeah. skills. I also <laughs> miss the days where it was like, okay, this is we got this like weird character called Tim Curry. Yeah, like, was it? yeah, Pennywise, Tim Curry, Satan, Tim Curry. The, uh, butler <laughs> the butler from Clue. The scariest. Tim Curry.
3: I've, the I've, hotel concierge from Home Alone 2. <laughs> Wait, lost in New York? <laughs> lost in New York. I think we'll put that on the maybe pile. Uh, let's The move on. maybe that's going to okay. go right up on the mountain. At the... Fucking break! I'm making you watch a clip from this, and you're gonna shit your little Christian pants. Well, I will, because I cannot look at the uh, look at the Lord of Lies, Satan.
2: You would you would instantly begin praying if you even saw a still image of this guy. I'm praying, praying 20, in your
1: I'm, pants. I'm
0: praying 24 seven. Greg, who you got?
2: Uh, for me, uh, I again, I like the devil that doesn't look hostile right away, and I think in part that comes from a little Al Pacino movie. Called Devil's Advocate, uh, starring oh, somebody's going to argue with you, Keanu and it's Reeves, be uh, and he just has a bunch of really good lines in this. Um, <laughs> a lot of hoo ha, a lot of blind driving, a lot it's of set of a woman.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you think that Al Pacino's portrayal of the devil in Devil's Advocate, yeah, belongs on a Mount Rushmore of most iconic devils? This is why yes. I'm going
1: to back Greg here, is because after set of a woman, Al Pacino. Forgot how to act. Yeah. Like, he just Uh lost his mind. And so, finally, there was one time where Hollywood was like, all right, we'll just cater to him then and just make him this screaming monstrous devil. They wrote a
3: script for him.
1: And he's
2: he's a powerful lawyer in San Francisco. The movie has Therese Theron.
3: I was of the age, when I saw this movie, way too young, bad pants. But uh, (laughs) Keanu Reeves, Al Pacino, Charlize Theron, they were about lawyers. This is a prestige film. I yeah. think this is one of the best films
0: ever made. It took me <laughs> years to be like, wait, that was a bad movie. <laughs> How come nobody told me? Uh, so, are, are you guys feeling like this is a, a slam dunkie? I I, I for like
3: it.
2: My for my personal experience, it is. Yeah, but uh,
0: well, uh, fine, put it on the fucking. Mountain,
2: I
3: think this I guess. represents the kind of devil you guys were all talking about. Yeah, <laughs> the devil right. we know.
0: Ryan, who's your devil?
1: Who's I'm your gonna, Satan? I love Tim Curry from Legend. But what if we could get, like, same sort of look, same sort of attitude, but he sang and danced. I'm going to put forth Satan from South Park yeah, as okay. one of the yeah. most iconic, because here's the thing. This is the thing that Lucifer does, too, is, like, sort of feel for the devil. Like, that's a shitty situation he's in. It's not just, like, evil for evil's sake, right? He just, he, he's kind, of, he kind of has a bad job. Yeah. And that's how we got to know and Satan a in the movie. a bad relationship.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's like it was. I, I back this totally, and it's specifically the South Park movie. Satan, uh, who at the time is in a relationship with Saddam Hussein, <laughs> and so Saddam Hussein's just a real piece of shit. And Satan's like really trying Shocking to everybody. make the relationship work. Uh, but yeah, I definitely say iconic. I haven't watched South Park in seventeen years, but <laughs> <laughs>
3: but today's I, the anniversary. I right? quote. I will say. I quote that relationship. More than anything
0: else from South Park. Uh, I Satan. just talked to them
3: yeah. as each other. <laughs> a lot.
0: <laughs> I, I think that goes right on up there. That's that's I feel like that's a Satan everyone looks at. Okay. Goes, I thought you were gonna poo poo
3: everything unless it was from like
0: the actual Bible. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that well, one probably
0: should get a shout out. That's uh, well, I'm glad that you mentioned that, Greg, because my next one is Satan from the Bible. Classic. What's he look like?
1: He looks well. I mean, it depends on which which What's version. Deal? You're when up. we talk about Satan from the Bible, are we actually... and I hate to shit on the good book, but aren't we actually talking about Satan from Milton? Shouldn't Milton yeah. Satan be the one, not the Bible Satan?
0: Uh, well, I mean, yeah, maybe. And uh, or are you gonna argue the snake? Because in the Bible, it's never I, explicit.
3: I, I don't if you count go the, the old snake. text that the I snake don't count is the, snake. the devil. It's yeah. like and if you read Narnia, that the third book, they're like that green witch. I know another witch, it's a white witch. I bet that green witch is that white witch. But it's just, you're trying to fucking build connections that aren't Textually, there.
0: Yeah, no, it's I. I don't. I don't count the snake. The snake isn't the Lord or of lies, Satan. <laughs> that was a good save. You mean <laughs>
2: like the dude that pops up to Jesus in the desert?
0: No, yeah, yeah, that's I like, the Satan I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the Satan I'm talking <laughs> about. Yes, I love like a dude who is uh, petty or enough lady.
1: Passion of the Christ. She was a lady, right? That's,
0: oh, that's fair. Uh, listen, I love any Satan that is petty enough to show up in the middle of a desert and be uh-huh. like. I okay. got a camelback. Yeah, they're like, hey, I got water. <laughs> do you want civilization? We got it all. Girl, make
2: these rocks, bread. Come yeah. on. You can do it.
0: Just straight up just like, hey, just, just say you love me. Just <laughs> say you love me. I, I love that. I'm, I'm all about it. So, I think that goes on the mountain, right, you guys?
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't think so at all. Just okay, well, fine. one of the least iconic Satans.
0: Fine. Mike, who's to the your, guy who's from your the Satan? Bible? Uh,
3: I threw the, because you, you were saying text, so I threw, what does he look like? This is also a text based Satan, Uh-ho. but I do think is very iconic, and you just throw his most well known instrument up there, sort of next to him, and people know exactly. Oh. This is the devil who does live down in Georgia. Oh, fuck, And he put a golden fiddle up there next to his face, and everybody will be like, I know what that devil is.
0: Hey, you two, shut up, because Mike has gotten the perfect pick, and it goes (laughs) right on the mountain. (laughs) That's That's incredible. I like to call him Old Scratch.
1: The devil, in parentheses, who went down to Georgia who went down to yes, Georgia. The devil, the one who went down to Georgia.
3: I want that like road trip comedy. He's just yeah. like going state to state looking for a soul. He's to steal. in a bind. And he's, he's way sp- behind. <laughs> he's <laughs> looking to make, Yeah, is is the devil's boss like sending bookies after oh, him? Oh shit, I was supposed to get a bunch of these
2: <laughs> oh, souls. Fuck, it's really he made, around for years. he made
1: a, he made a New Year's resolution <laughs> and it's December 31st. When the devil gets to Georgia now is even he like, "Oh, these abortion laws are way it's too strange." This is <laughs> <insane."> draconian. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, that's great. Okay, so let's go around and Greg and Ryan, you both have one more pick, and then we're going to decide on this final one. All right. Shit, uh, there's so many devils on here in
2: the Simpsons. Whenever generally when they show the devil, it is just portrayed as Ned Flanders <laughs> for some reason. And like, it's not just that he looks like him; he talks like him, but except more devilly, you know, more like with menace. But still says like "Oakley Doakley and stuff like that. And
1: uh, that's that, that's the one for me fuck that's a that's a pretty good pick ryan what do you got see if Uh, you can beat that since we're just talking about like satans or devils in general marvel has said many many times that mephisto is not the biblical satan but for all intents and purposes he might as well be and he has he's never appeared in a movie so i don't know if this counts as an actual character anymore he may have just been erased but uh i he used to be like the loki back then like he was just always around doing fucked up shit because he, he thought it was fun. The biggest trick
3: Mephisto ever pulled was pissing off the fans with one more day. Yes. Not the hungry. writer. No. no. He Mephisto was
1: responsible for that. whispered
0: into Dan Slott's ears or whoever. <laughs> so Okay, so right now on the maybe pile. I can't throw two more right on that maybe pile? You know what? Throw two more on just because you nailed it with devil and devil. Elizabeth door. Hurley from Bedazzled. I'll give you your
3: businessman <laughs> devil and make it sexy. Or uh, Dave Grohl. Oh, Tenacious D? D? Dave Grohl, Tenacious D. That's, when I think of oh. Dave Grohl's, like, iconicism, I often think of him as the devil.
0: <laughs> All right, so on this maybe pile, we have Tim Curry from Legend, uh, Mephisto, Ned Flanders, uh, Bedazzled, and Dave Grohl. Who are we putting up on that mountain for that final slot out of that It's got to be Legend. Yeah. Okay, fine. The guy has such big horns. And I like, it's subtle. His name is not the
3: devil. It's Darkness.
2: Yeah, a lot of times... The devil was trademarked. A lot of people do the same thing Marvel does, which is just yeah. like, is this the devil or is it like a devil? And if you read the Bible, there's like four different entities that yeah. like four different names that... Salzabub? Yeah, that something goes by. So...
0: So, okay, Tim Curry's Legend goes right up there, and that completes our mountain with Al Pacino from Devil's Advocate. We have...
1: South Park Satan. South
0: Park Satan. Salt and pepper Satan. (laughs) Salt and pepper Satan. We have darkness, Tim Curry, and the devil. who went down to Georgia (laughs) dot 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 I will not go down to Georgia are you okay with this like does this freak you out oh I'm gonna blow up this mountain immediately and then instead make no more graven images because that is also against one of the commandments (laughs) so with all of that said we are going to move on to more explicitly Christian, (laughs) Christian stuff while talking about the season premiere of Lucifer
1: crime solving devil it makes sense don't overthink it.
0: On the first episode of the fourth season of Lucifer, the gang gets back together after a month apart, a plot device that allows new viewers to get to know the cast and veteran viewers to feel like they're in on the reunion. The case of the week is typical Lucifer, something-something bee murder, something-something <laughs> honey. The real focus, however, is the fallout from the season three finale, particularly Chloe's PTSD after seeing Lucy's face. Taste Buds, I to ask you this. Are we ready for the show's new status quo? And how are they so far handling Chloe's post-devil face?
2: Well, that's the big question of the of the episode is like she seems eerily calm, but also Uh super freaked out by Lucifer. And then at the end of the episode, it's revealed that basically she's like she where she went on vacation was Rome. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's hanging out with Yeah, so I think now she's like working on behalf of the Catholics and everything she says, at the end of the episode she gives a big speech about how they're teammates. But clearly, she's now like a Catholic, Mm -hmm. like a Vatican asset.
0: She's working for the side of the good.
1: (laughs) Do you guys ever do that thing, though, where like you do something fucked up, or somebody is clearly messed up, and you're like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, yes. Then you run away going, good, you said it. I'm I'm, I'm in the the
2: clear. Sorry, you're a liar. You totally know they're not, but they did technically say yes. But that is on them. Yeah, you got to communicate, even if you clearly are with your eyes and
3: stuff. Openly asked, are you Okay. They are also adult mom. It's on you to say you're not okay. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> but you really got to listen to me this time. It's they've gone so many different ways with Chloe and Lucy since the beginning of how comfortable they are with each other. This is a new way of making it. Like he does not know yet that she's trying to murder him or whatever. I
0: I'm I'm all in. Oh yeah, I'm 100% on board with uh Vatican assassin chloe how do how do I make that a portmanteau? Vatican because assassin just chloe. yeah a,
2: a, that assassin with that assassin
0: a, 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 a sattican. A, a sa- a I don't know. we'll figure it out later. That'll be in a Patreon episode, but
2: clearly she's not supposed to just walk up and shoot him in the head. no, no it's like, like what is their long-term plan? They know that they're that the devil
3: is on earth right. We don't want them to keep being kind of good <laughs> like what yeah, what's that <laughs> like just like did she spill it's like, well, he's helped me solve murders. Because And uh I don't
0: know. I don't know. He's learned to be a good person, I think. The priest <laughs> says at the end this will be better for everyone and for Lucifer. So it seems like they're like maybe going to like convert him or something, or like maybe restore him as a full angel. Also,
1: does the priest know that the only way to kill Lucifer is to have Chloe in the room? Like that's a right. good tool to have, because you can just shoot him in the face.
0: Shoot him in the face
3: and fuck him. <laughs> uh, or like you got weird kings bud <laughs> is it now the the church is taking on the role deal had the first couple seasons is go mm. back to your job bro oh maybe cuz now there is no lord of hell but why
1: would they want to send cuz like now everything's too chaotic so yeah like the devil Ma- we know is better
3: maybe there's because even though the cases of the week don't matter to us maybe there's crazy chaos the show has kept from us mostly because of budgetary reasons but uh the and cases now,
2: of the week don't matter to the show.
3: right? Oh, yeah. But I'm saying, like, it's so narrowly focused, we don't, every once in a while, an angel will come and be like, hell's crazy, and he's like, I don't care, but we don't yeah. see that. And so maybe shit is going on all over the world because he's not down there. But people have that done these sense. stories
1: with, uh, like, in Marvel Comics, where, what the fuck is going on in New York? You uh-huh. know, like, if all this shit is happening in this one city, something's going on underneath. So, yeah, there's even though nobody, us or the show, cares about Case of the weeks, if they tied it to the fact that Lucifer is up on Earth causing it. That's pretty right. interesting.
2: And it, it is funny, at least in theory, the way the Case of the Week is always – they don't treat it like this is the important thing we're doing. They treat it like how this makes us reflect on our own foibles uh-huh, yeah. is what's interesting. And now the show has been doing that for a really long time. But that kind of reoccurring joke of like, yeah, we don't really want to solve this murder – we wanna like figure out what's up with the detective. I <laughs> mean <laughs> the case of the week is their therapy. Yeah. Doctor Linda is not their spe- therapist. Speaking of
0: Detective. Detective. I got so used to us making fun of the way he says that that I forgot that the way he says it really is that strange. And he, <laughs> says, it, he says it like twenty. times. He doesn't times. call her
2: Chloe. He only refers to her as the detective.
0: <laughs> the, detective is, the detective is far away. And he says it like a million times in this episode.
2: This uh, Netflix kind of promised us we were going to get to see that tush.
0: Yeah, we did.
2: I, I was left unmoved by the tush. First yeah. of all, it's never attractive to see a man in any state where he's wearing a shirt and no pants. Right. It's
0: never good to Winnie the Pooh it. even disagree. Even if all what you see... F- is, I do have weird kinks.
2: It's particularly weird if you see the dick, but it's also weird to just see the butt that way. I, if see, sh- I think
1: the, the, the Winnie the Pooh the dick is weird. Winnie the Pooh <laughs> the butt is, I'm into it. I've been married for almost two years now, and still, if I need to come out of the bathroom, let's say, and get something... I will either put a towel, and I'm wearing a shirt, I'll put a towel around the bottom or take the shirt off. Yeah, Like, full naked, but not shirt no no pants. That's insane.
0: I would would much rather, like, full pants and no shirt Uh than, like, a shirt and no pants. What the fuck is going on down there? I disagree,
3: and Maze disagrees, because a thing that I definitely forgot but is obvious because who Maze and Lucy are, that she just, like, gets right up in there and goes, hey, stranger, right to
0: his dong. Right to, (laughs) addresses his dick as an individual. Which is fine, just take the shirt off. You look
1: like a weirdo.
0: I forgot how much I love Maze. Mm. And the moment that she even appears on screen, I remembered because uh, it's when the thief is like walking out co- like filled to the brim with treasure uh-huh. and she and she just walks in and goes, "Sup?" and he says, "Sup?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
2: honestly she leaves me a little cold. I know you guys all like her. I don't I I feel like the actress is just right adjacent to how she should be playing her. And it's one of those things where it's such a near miss that it almost feels like worse. She's just not quite landing what she's mm-hmm. going for, in my opinion, which is true of almost everybody on Lucifer. <laughs> They're almost all the way there, but they didn't quite get it at the end of the day. But
3: I, I think that might be part of the the journey through Lucifer for, for the listeners who are just jumping on on Netflix is we learned how to watch – we learned. This cast learn how to act through the first season. Yeah. Like, and so, like, Maze is infinitely better now than she yeah. was in that first season.
1: Yeah, so yeah, we have that upwards, except for Trixie, who started off. Trixie. Perfect. Trixie's I think the they best all actress. Watching Trixie. Yeah.
3: <laughs> when when they
2: brought her up, I was like, oh my God, I'm so, I had forgotten about her. <laughs> She's the best part of the show.
0: She's so good every time she nails it.
3: How did How did the, the so the intro was Lucy singing creep yeah. over months. Oh. At first, I thought my internet was going down. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: I was like, why are the colors <laughs> changing? Little. I'm angry.
3: Uh, and then just like the time-lapse, did that work for you?
0: Oh yeah, I loved it. That was great. I have
2: to say that, to me, that song is very played out. Knowing Radiohead hates it so much, I think makes me kind of dislike it, and liking it in high school as much as I did, as (laughs) I think the the detective actually says. It's like, oh yeah, when I was in high school, I liked
0: that song. (laughs) That is a song that I didn't even hear for the first time until after I was- already into the rest of Radiohead. Okay. Oh my
1: god. Whatever. I, why are we friends with this wow. guy? No,
0: but so now it's that Bible camp how that you were introduced
2: to Radiohead. I already
1: had bootleg radiohead buttons before I even heard that. Okay song.
2: computer for me is the Urtext of Radiohead. <laughs> okay, well
0: you don't you yeah, guys don't have to do this. <laughs> I was just saying I, I was just saying it's not played out for me so I enjoy watching Tom Ellis sing it. You left yourself open for yeah. that. You that. You breathed. brought that off. Uh, yeah, fine. <laughs> Whatever. I was just saying I got into Radiohead way fucking late.
1: The best way to handle talking about Radiohead is just to never talk about Radiohead.
0: Uh, that's what I found out right now. <laughs> this, is, this is the moment that all my friends turned on me. There's I, one I other character that we
1: haven't Ramos. talked about yet and that is Dan who we have probably had the most complaints about throughout the entire run. Uh-huh. Just yeah, being sure. kind of boring and one note. Um, I don't know if his new attitude of uh, fuck everyone, but specifically Lucifer, uh-huh. is gonna, how long that's going to play, until Lucifer asked him, he was like, hey, I was hanging out with, Cl- or what happens when you're hanging out with a girl and she like recoils and Dan unleashes yeah. Oh, yeah. hell on him?
2: It's funny because he's like, well, I'm not going to talk to you but he sees that this Unless is I ha- I yeah he's it, like yeah. wait there's an opening to devastate you so oh, I will no, do man. that I that
0: will was, talk to you for that purpose that was nice watching Dan really like l- like clinch onto that moment because he almost missed it yeah he started to walk away and he was like <laughs> no 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 Dance smart this time and is it <laughs> he said that out loud. is it because <laughs>
3: Lucifer's so flip Dan says fuck him or he like well he blames it for Charlotte's, Charlotte's murder right? Charlotte? yeah but yeah. Lucifer wasn't even there
2: he he's the one who took her to heaven. Or Amenadiel. Amen- yeah. But like no, it is his fault, isn't it?
3: Yeah. But Dan does not know what Amenadiel and Lucifer are. That oh, okay.
2: I maybe I was confused I I was confused about that because yeah. I got the feeling that it was kind of generally out about what happened. But I guess because the, the whole point of the episode is it's so ridiculous that people don't believe it, mm-hmm. even if you say to them. And I thought this was kind of cool because it explained a lot about what's gone on in yeah. the history of the show. That he's like, No, that's the thing. I can say to somebody, I'm the devil. And they will just be like, Oh, Ella's just different. laughing. Yeah, <laughs> that's silly. And he's like, No, really, I'm the fucking devil. And she's just like, Oh, you're you're a big goof.
1: Which is a TV thing all the time. Like, I understand that Ella's not gonna believe that, but in TV, when somebody tells you the truth and you don't believe it, you treat it like it's the funniest joke anyone's yeah. ever told. Like Jeez. you just piss yourself laughing.
0: To be fair, the funniest joke that this show has ever done was the devil singing "Crime Fighting Devil."
1: <laughs> <Does it laughs> makes sense? Don't think about oh it. Is that a Radiohead deep cut, Taylor?
0: Yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> it's, it's off of that in between album that they did in between Kid A and uh whatever that What was. a big fan. In the another another no, good Dan uh, moment was Okay whatever.
2: Computer.
3: I no. do like the bromance Fun. between Amenadiel and Dan and another good moment is uh when Amenadiel is like, you're the most human person I know. And his tone and that phrase, Dan's like, ah, thank you? <laughs> and then when Amenadiel is like, she's in heaven. And Dan's like, I fucking hate when people say that. Don't <laughs> say that to me right now. Yeah, that doesn't help anybody. She's oh, looking down at us. She's
0: happy now. Fuck you and your Christian bullshit. She's you know? in a better place. I did love deal in this episode. Because he first comes down and he's like, hey, Lucifer, I'm I'm back. But, you know, if you need me to stay for anything, I absolutely will. (laughs) And Lucifer's like, no, go home. And so so then he goes to Dr. Linda and Maze. He's like, do you guys need help with this or anything? No, he opens, are you guys still fighting over me? This
3: needs to stop. And they're both like, what?
1: One month. Gone for one month. And then immediately says, oh, you guys are still fighting over me. That's adorable.
0: I like a deal being very sad that no one actually wants him was heartbreaking and adorable. But I do think it's, it's not, it is.
3: Nobody wanted him and we can all relate to that, but it's that he kept saying, <laughs> what help do you need? He doesn't know how to be a person yet. So he's just saying, I will fix things for you. And everybody's like, Hey, arrogant, nothing, just be here. And then I did his arc of not wanting to go to heaven. Cause heaven's fucking boring. And being like, Dan, why did you choose here? And Dan telling him, and I was like, Oh shit, I think I found home. Like, Amenadiel has the most at over four seasons art for me. I'm like, now I care if this dude's on uh, screen. He's
1: an archangel. The what Amen is looking for Hello. is his I'll Chloe, right? So he can go, yeah. go do a different case by case TV show, you know? For sure. But then I think it was interesting too that when Chloe went away, Lucifer just stopped helping, right? Yeah. Like on like in the police force. So
3: And stopped having a killer nightclub. He played straight... the same song for hours
1: and months. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't think about how that Lux was empty. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you play one song... Nobody uh, wants bare tongue creep. Being a cop gave us a premise <laughs> for a show and then also got him to be around Chloe. Uh-huh. And then also, but like, the main thing was supposed to be, I get to see what it's like to be human. Right. And then once Chloe was gone, like, fuck that. That's yeah. actually... Not, I don't care about that shit at all.
2: But uh, they do say that he has still been showing up to crime scenes, but he just doesn't help anymore. <laughs> yeah. so that's, he
0: just walks around... That was a great little bit of like in between world building yeah. that I really appreciated because I can absolutely picture this character Lucifer showing up at crime scenes and like, it's uh, Chloe here and they're like no but we have like this real important murder it's
3: like I'm gonna go yeah if this was still on Fox and we had 22 episodes instead of the Netflix 10 I would want them to do in 10 episodes be like well everybody was up to for that month and it's just him being a pest and not helping anybody at all I would like that episode. Because
2: this is on Netflix, I I, do you think I'm gonna get one of my boobs? One boob. I I think I'm gonna get one boob. boob. I think
0: one boob. I'm I'm holding out for one boob, Greg. I'm a little bit of a dick. We haven't had one on our show. Has no, Netflix I ever dicked it up? They have with uh, Altered Carbon. There was a couple dicks. Oh, on yeah, the One show nobody watches? All right. Okay, fine. Hey,
2: people at home, fucking watch Altered Carbon. It's a good right. show. It's a good show. It's a good yes. show. Right.
3: You For will
1: a show out. not based on a comic book. People at right home yet. watch
3: Santa Clarita Diet. If we're all just saying our own opinions that aren't comic okay, book based. Okay, let's end this then. But, uh, I uh, think we're allowed to say
0: our opinions. Yeah, like the Lord <laughs> is the one true God. That is not
1: the contract I signed. Wait, based on what I've heard about Altered Carbon, that it's just nudity constantly there's only a couple dicks based on the amount of boobs that I've heard in the show I thought there'd be hundreds of boobs
0: I feel like there's pretty even a lot just of a butts yeah there's a ton of butts uh,
1: but yeah there's at least two legit hogs that yeah. I can think of <laughs>
2: yeah
0: definitely like certifiable
2: oh yeah dude. The well, like, right yeah, in. they get
0: they get the fucking ribbon hog of the show dude all right well speaking of big old hogs this show's <laughs> got 10 episodes on netflix how did so so this is the
3: reintroduction for people who've never watched it if they're yes. like don't watch the first three how did you did you any of you watch the recap that was just tom ellis in a honda commercial white room uh, just <laughs> yes. drinking whiskey talking to us
1: I did not know. I did I w- not
3: because anything that adds even a like yeah. a minute. If onto it was one, these, one second, I yeah. would not have watched it. <laughs> uh, it was delightful. Remind me it's how much good. I love him, and I want Tom Ellis reaction videos, like him watching things, drinking whiskey, and ta- telling us stories. It was great.
1: Did you guys notice who uh, Chloe's new priest friend is?
2: Mm-mm. Graham McTavish.
1: Yeah, you know who that is.
2: I know he played the voice of Dracula in Castlevania. You guys check <laughs> out Netflix game. show oh, Castlevania. Is there boobs and the uh no, but there's fucking sweet animation.
1: I, I like that. Back more towards our world, put on a dirty cowboy hat and like stringy long blonde hair. Give him Oh two shit, he's the saint six- of yeah. all
2: killers. Oh,
0: oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Is he one of our all-stars now? He is. He's well, in the Hall of Fame. Well, listen, he's a saint, so he's good in my book and the <laughs> lords. Uh, that is all the time we have to talk about Lucifer. It's on Netflix, all of season four and the previous seasons if you want to catch up. So watch it. We'll be watching the rest of this season week by week. Now we're moving on to the poll list where we'll talk about every other show that we watch this week. Now we're here in the poll list, part of the show where we talk about every other show that we watch this week.
1: Is my mattress free? Hey, kicking hey, it off is Happy. On this week's episode of Happy, we learned that Happy's first night of sex did not go very well. Oh no! Who including does? premature ejaculation and too much teeth during oral. Dave Buds, I ask you this: What Done didn't go there. great during your first time? I think Taylor already answered. Oh, listen. Or like, what are you talking about the last time?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. All of the above. Uh, all times. My first time, I said no, and the girl said tough and hopped on. <laughs> oh, wow. So- <laughs> a oh, rape that, story
1: that's rape
2: son <laughs> that, no, not
3: guys know. i've been told by people who punched me in the arm when i told them that guys can't be
2: not, not sure how to respond to that <laughs> what
1: <laughs> happy <on laughs> son <your> mine <laughs> was that it took place in the shower and that's just it's not a like the it, first it's much more romantic than it's or it's much less more much less, romantic, it's much than less it seems. More romantic
0: oh yeah i've had that happen in the shower where it, during they were like this seems like a better idea. Water there's a better sense.
1: right? Water yeah. seems
3: sexy, and it only makes things harder and not in a fun way. And showers now. There's muscles involved. No, it's
2: because your first conception of sex is watching it like in pop culture.
1: Yeah, and it visually that's a good image, steamy, and hands on the door.
2: Most of what is feels really good in sex visually is less interesting.
1: Right. Have you ever in like a wakus?
3: Because that I have. Horrific. Yeah, that's fucking hardest shit horrific, to do, and it's hard. It's just like now we're just playing human Tetris. This is. And human aids. My first time story
2: is just, it was just quick city. Just, (laughs) this is
0: great and it's just over before so you do it. So great.
2: Yeah, just super excited, super
0: into it. Was My, it good for me? <laughs> <laughs> Mine the next day, they left and went to Sydney, Australia. Wow, so, that's great. I <laughs> feel like I did a great job. To become a kangaroo? Yes. Happy's on on <laughs> Wednesday nights. Your next show is Legends of Tomorrow. This
2: week on Legends of Tomorrow, Sarah's hesitation to kill Ray as a means of defeating Neron gets the crew stranded in Donner's past in the doggone past. Gary is cool now and his sexual energy is taking over the agency and making everyone realize Gary's last name is Green and he's all the man we need until he is de-nippled again. John sacrifices himself to go into hell to save Ray but seems to instantly regret it. And Tabitha turns out to be that godmother from an episode I totally remember very clearly. So, gentlemen, I ask you this. How is Legends getting at playing individual characters' arcs off one another?
1: I mean, it, I will say this. This, I thought this episode was pretty good, but it definitely felt less like the typical Legends thing of, sorry guys, we have to leave you on the ship, bye-bye. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now go like play that game. Like What's that game where you bounce a ball and then collect all the things? Jax. Jax. Go Jacks. play Jacks, guys. That would make, this is
2: the one show where I think you having all the characters yeah. play Jack totally would work. I guess uh, it seemed like the main theme of this episode was, if you are a bad person, can you come back? Mm-hmm. It, which is weird for this show to be digesting because that's all anybody on this show has ever done is they've started off as a bad guy and then become good. But for now for some reason because Ray is possessed by a very scary demon, Neuron, they're like maybe we should just kill Ray. And in the end, I think Mick is quarter- like his idea about that is sort of like I don't know, verified that maybe it was a good idea. What
3: I also think, like, if they had slow-burned mix annoyance with Sarah, it felt like this episode was like, you see what we've been doing for the whole season? And you're like,
1: no, bros. Sort of not this really. This came out of nowhere. Yeah. And isn't
2: he himself the number one guy oh, he's who the has worst. come
3: back from being,
2: he like... Bur- he burned
1: his family to death.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: He burned his family to death.
2: A major Cannon. no-no in this culture. and this <laughs> current political climate...
0: Like, I, I want to take a stand as an explicitly Christian podcast. Don't... <laughs> Do not burn your parents unless the Lord tells you to. What, what Jesus a- did it. What
3: annoyed me about Mick because he, he has arced a lot through the
0: show is
3: because he burned his family to death and uh-huh. now he's <laughs> writing romance novels. Uh, he, uh
1: as the, Under the name of Luquisha? Is that what his name is? No, no never that's not it?
3: Okay. Uh, is that he's saying he was right even though they are trapped and all think they're going to die. He's yeah. like, well, I was
1: right. You you flustered. But what Mick is doing, though, is that uh they are the formerly bad, now good people, right? Like uh-huh. They're like the sort of DC suicide. If DC had a Suicide Squad, it's the legends. (laughs) What
2: would that be like?
1: (laughs) Um, And so, not only are they all wacky and not super capable, but also these are the decisions that like heroes don't make, right? Uh, Like, like it actually would be a good idea if we just fucking killed Ray right now. Otherwise, the world's gonna be over.
3: Though I do like Ray as Neron or Neron as Ray. Uh, Finkel is Einhorn. Uh, Einhorn is Finkel. And <laughs> to you. And we get Christian culture. And is uh, he at some point says to John, Do you really think that everybody in hell deserves to be there? And I was like, Oh fuck. Legends of tomorrow. <laughs> and just like sat there for a minute. Yeah,
2: that is that's a pretty scary line.
3: Especially when hell is just nineteen eighties Gotham City. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, what did you guys think of like the now we're gonna set something in hell? And they always pick, like, for me, Hell should all be people getting tortured. Mm. But for some reason, in I guess because it's not very fun to show, right. it's just it looks like a kind of scuzzy
1: downtown area of a city. And Was that DC s- commentary? Was that Batman commentary? Like, we already <laughs> have a Hell character? Hell. Yeah.
3: And you can't sneak. If everybody's just getting tortured and there's clear bureaucrac- bureaucrac- bureaucracy <laughs> roles. <laughs> You're doing great. Bureaucrat uh, corn and you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't, like, sneak but with this kind of hell you can sneak in and out and do
1: things.
2: If according to, like depending on what your stats are, I think you can sneak in most instances.
1: So when uh, uh, Constantine dives into hell, like is that a big deal or can he just come back whenever he wants? No, I think he's stuck there for a bit.
2: Well, it is kind of funny though, the way he like is like I'm going to sacrifice myself and he drops, but then the second he's falling, he's like he looks so scared. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a very good moment. I Maybe bet- even a moment of the week.
0: Well, Gleric, I'm glad that you said Glerig. that. Gleric. Because <laughs> <Glerig>. <laughs> we are running out of time. So we're going to do moments of the week, starting with Mike. Gleric just told you. What <laughs>
1: his, why not say Everybody stay away from his name. <laughs> you
0: I'm added a glow to, to, f- to Glareg. <laughs>
1: you threw in
3: an additional I'm glub. trying to figure out my <laughs> moment of the week is. Uh, if not, this, this show made me want to play a version of Cards Against Humanity and then... Uh, that is huge for me. Oh so that was one. <laughs> that's very uh, brave of you, man. That's and it, how you got funny, right? It would hard not to have hypnotize. Uh, they hypnotize <laughs> yeah. them. Come on, that's classic
0: legends. Uh, Ryan, your moment of the week?
1: Producer Dave, give me twenty bucks to uh, say his instead of mine. And his is when Constantine dives into hell, he says, You're a lovely lot. You're a lovely L-O-T. You're a lovely ah! legend of tomorrow. Oh! Yeah, producer, good job, Dave. producer Dave. All over that I one. I
2: did not even get that. Now what Dave is a freaking genius. I, uh, I'm serious this time, you guys. Dave <laughs> is a freaking Cuz you say it a lot genius. as a joke. I know, a lot of times I'm like, "Oh, good one, genius." Like if he walks into a sliding glass door.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> as he
3: often does. Yeah.
2: That's we his didn't... version
1: of sliding doors. <laughs> Greg,
2: moment of the week? I gave my way. Cosine falls good. back and it's that, that split second where he's like, I'm the coolest guy in the world and a second <laughs> yeah. later, just like, oh, oh God, shit, oh shit. What have I've, I done? I'm going to go every That's me on round. every
3: roller coaster. Yeah, every time I thought to look cool, that was me <laughs> a second later. We did Legend. not have enough time to talk about Gary. Cool, Gary is just doing an impression of Jonah from Veep.
0: Cool. Commentary. Great. 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 Glad you interrupted that. <laughs> Should Legends we say our podcast Monday. from
1: now on? Commentary after all of the commentary <laughs> yeah, if that if we're hearing. Commentary.
0: To- if you're gonna fly right through a stop sign, you just say <laughs> commentary at <laughs> then the Cops end. can't <laughs> arrest <laughs> you. Commentary. Legends of Tomorrow is on Monday night on the CW. Your next show this week
3: is Cloak and Dagger. On this week's Cloak and Dagger, Tandy is hopping between alternate realities. One where she's a prima ballerina and Ty is newly minted cop. Another where she's a dirtbag who carjacks Ty as he's stealing a car. And a third where they both work for Roxxon. In every situation, things go awry. It's all an effort for a new villain, Andre, who we thought was good, to break Tandy down and steal her hope. Taste Buds, I ask you this... Has there ever been a dream or alternate reality episode that made you care more than a normal episode could?
1: Let me ask you one more thing about the reality. Did Tony Stark come in and say, I love you, Andre. I love you, Andre 3000? No. He he did did not say that. That All right, all
3: right, all right, all right. He did not. (laughs) He did not say any of that. My
1: favorite show of all time, my favorite non-animated show of all time is The Sopranos. And they could almost do nothing wrong to me, except for these episodes. Like, they're always the worst.
2: Yeah, dude. Sopranos did have like a three-episode arc where he was like in his own coma brain.
1: And yeah, that was the worst shit ever. Aside from that, like one per season. And then you turned Mm. it on. You're like, ah, damn it. This is the one.
3: And and this is, we finally got why all last episode Tandy was toasting to Ty. That was one of the alternate
1: realities. Can we please just call her Dagger? Like Dagger? That name, like you can't call people Tandy anymore (laughs) after last man. (laughs) (laughs) Tandy. Uh, Dagger was toasting Ty all
3: throughout last episode. We're like, when does this take place? And we found out this episode it's in one of these alternate realities and eventually she figured like she starts reacting like real dagger and everyone's like what are you doing uh which (laughs) that does seem like a hell uh if you know what's up and everybody else does not but it everybody in these alts are dick and none none of the alt realities taught us anything about these characters at all stop doing this to us at all the record player trick is my my it's uh the record player trick is going to keep being cool. That's my moment of the week. Is He he, he switched her realities by putting a new record on. And That, I, was cool.
0: that does sound like a very cool device. I'm going to watch just those clips. <laughs> uh, Cloak and Dagger is on Hulu if you want to watch it there. And it's also on Freeform. Your next show this week is The Flash. This week on The Flash, Team Flash decide to gather the metahumans and cure them to protect them from Cicada. After Cicada collects the final pieces for her weapon, however, Nora uses the negative speed force to see through her mind. Cicada attacks the CCPD, but Team Flash destroys Cicada's dagger, just in time for Ralph to figure out that the dagger is keeping Thon's powers at bay in the future. TasteBuds, I ask you this. Has there ever been a villainous plan that Team Flash hasn't fallen directly into? <laughs> no, even when they know what it's going to be. Yeah, even when they figure out the plan, they're like, um, we better do it
1: anyway. I guess
2: when your move, it's charging forward very quickly into danger.
1: Which is my move, but I don't have it. reminds me
2: of a certain D&D group that I run. <laughs> you guys, it really does. So what do you think Hurtful.
1: we should do? Just run straight in? Seems, seems
0: Seems like it. <laughs> seems like a good way to go.
1: The last character you mentioned, it was the Fonz's plan? Is that what you said? <laughs> yes, hey! the Fonz's plan. Hey! Love that
0: jukebox. He's, he's really been trying to turn that jukebox on. Uh, The Flash is on Tuesday nights on The CW. Your next show this week is Arrow. This week on Arrow,
3: Ollie is trapped under rocks and talking to Tommy, who I will remind you has been dead since season one. Ghost Tommy tells him that killing his half-sister he's known for only a couple months and also happens to be a terrible terrorist will only lead to more violence because that's all the queens know or something. Taste Buds, I ask you this. If two of three plot lines are figments of a character's imagination... (laughs) Is it bullshit or clever when the third really happens in real life for them?
1: So, Mike, you are the uh, introducer and king of Coke and Dagger this week. Uh-huh. And Arrow this week. And it was just a bunch of bullshit episodes. So nothing matters to anybody. <laughs> but definitely, I'm fine with the future mattering and happening or whatever, That the
3: fourth plot line. Yeah, you need to get a job.
2: <laughs> Mike is fine with the future happening. <laughs> I'm fine with
3: the future happening. <laughs> I'm changing my stance. Uh, William and Mia fighting the Zeta Project, which is a great static shock ref. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is there any other kind? No, than a great static shock ref. But it's the fact that so Ollie's journey alone didn't really happen because he was always under those rocks, and Dig, Dinah, and Renee and Roy's journey didn't really happen because they were actually all in the kitchen in the kitchen (laughs) with Dinah, uh, trying to save Ollie so that sweet parkour didn't happen. That sweet (laughs) I mean, it was all a waste of parkour. (laughs) That's just a waste of parkour. But Felicity and Harriet the spy, Mm -hmm. their thing did happen? No, because you were going back and forth, and then you went, wait, it was all a dream, Biggie.
1: But some of it wasn't a dream? Fuck you, show! I'm uh, doubling down on the amount of flags that we put into that one episode where who killed the cops? We don't know, but it was Roy just bloodlust as the moment where the show... And so when I, when I thought that the dreams were real, I was like, okay, so no, they, they admit to, this is done. This is off the rails, but this is fun and interesting. And then they said, no, 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 all that fun stuff was a dream. Yeah. We still went off the rails, but in a boring in a way, way instead of a fun way.
3: I love that Dino's like, we should have never
1: have done that
3: uh, cover for Roy. And John said, but Roy would go to prison. And she's like, yeah, two innocent people were still murdered. <laughs> right. Sorry he's your friend. He still murdered two people. Sorry
0: he's so good at
1: parkouring, but still.
0: Do you guys have moments of the week? Ryan, Mike?
1: <laughs> no, you said Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> uh, my moment of the week is uh, just Tommy being there and it being such a big deal. I didn't watch when Tommy was alive, but since he's died, he is, he's popped up two or three or four times per season. It doesn't matter anymore. Guys, Like I know the yeah. actor doesn't have a job and you feel bad, but it's, it has no weight anymore.
3: And they treat it like it's a huge it's the, All Ollie constantly gets knocked out and dreams about his dead Tommy! best friend. <laughs> Uh mine is uh so a thing that did happen apparently, even though I thought it was part of the dream, is Amiko knows where the bunker is because Ollie's like, We're related, come over to my secret clubhouse. Uh holds up uh Felicity and Harriet at Arrowpoint and uh Amiko says, it's over. And Felicity goes, is it? <laughs> in the most sarcastic way. That made me laugh a lot. <laughs> and then Amiko's like, I know about your baby. And Felicity's like, oh, no, it is over. Like, all, all of it, the whole arc in that scene really did it When I me.
1: said that sarcastically, I meant that like as a real question.
0: <laughs> is it? Uh, Doi. Arrow is on Monday nights on The CW. Your next show this week is The Tick.
1: This week on The
2: Tick, Tick and Arthur have to fill out reams of paperwork, much to the former's chagrin and the latter's delight. While, Cal- while Kevin helps Dot uncover that Aegis is not a force for good that they seem, and her stepdad, Walter, may secretly work for them. Gasp! Also, Superior is really going through some stuff and being just creepy as hell. So, gentlemen, I ask you this. How into this Aegis plotline are you, and what's the deal with Walter?
1: I mean, we knew that Walter had to be something other than just a uh, foot, foot f- fetishist, right? Yeah.
3: But like, uh, yeah, there's no innocent foot fetishist. They can't. They bring him up just enough
2: to where, at some point in the middle of this episode, I was like, "Wait, Walter's going to turn out to be a big bad guy," yeah. and I was like, "Hey, good job, Greg." But even, and then the next scene, I did the same thing. They were like, "Walter's a big bad guy," and I was like, "But I just
0: figured that out." It's, I think it was the mom said, uh, "Yeah, I was talking to Walter about you guys," and yep. he said, "You're right where you need to yep. be." I was like, yep. "Oh, Walter's the villain." Okay, so what's it going to be about their feet? So clearly he (laughs)
2: has
3: some sort of weird master plan. No, I think that's just Walter being Walter. (laughs) He became a supervillain just so he can talk more about feet. But uh, am I dumb? Because I thought Aegis was like about how bureaucracy sucks. And I know every Pomo superhero show is all about how... What's it really like? Governments are evil. Yeah. But I was like, no, the tick's not doing that. They're just bureaucracy sucks and isn't that funny. But now, no, Aegis is definitely evil.
2: Yeah, they're definitely a force for evil. They don't think of categories, people with superpowers, as human. Right. They don't
3: think of Lobstercules as And are bummed when people are trying to prove that she is. Yeah. I think
1: you're right, though. It is the most traditionally Pomo thing about this season. Like, we've done all this. It's basically... They're saying that, yes, bureaucracy, government, ha, 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 and it'll probably be the villain. But it's mostly just a place for the characters to get together and right. do other different, more interesting stuff. Right, yeah. Like those croissants. The the be- yeah, thing, I mean, the, the
2: most Tick-y scenes are when they're all hanging out in the like w- the break room. There That's was when a- the show is really like the most like the intellectual property.
1: I felt like there was a big jump, though, in that Arthur and Tick are... Like, they started off rocky, should we be partners, then they're partners. But this was the episode that jumped a million miles as far as chemistry goes. Especially when they were talking to Lint, trying to get Lint to sign a thing. Uh Now they're, like, uh, finishing each other's sandwiches and doing all of that stuff. And I like it better, but it felt like a big jump.
2: Yeah, I think part of that is because Arthur is really feeling his oats mm-hmm. because he's, he's like, confident now. This whole paperwork thing is like his ballywick. Yeah. So he feels like very, he feels more confident. more And tickling. he's flirting
3: with Veranda. Yeah, which Not is a great Miranda. name. Yeah, yeah that scene
2: is, where they're talking about the different forms, there's like a real weird sexual energy mm-hmm. running through. And Tick that does scene. not know what to do with it. Yeah, yeah, and Tick, I think, speaks for the audience, when he's just like, I do not
0: like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very oh, weird thing. I felt like I was like, I'm in on this, but I, I feel
1: like I want to watch
0: these forms fuck each other. <laughs> it was very, like, there was a lot going on, and I'm still very confused.
1: And you got to admit that Tick is being patient. Like, with as far as, uh, what's the vigilante's name? Overkill? Overkill? Yeah. His stuff, like, Tick has no time for. But Arthur likes paperwork, and Tick will just right. be on the side supporting it. That's
2: even though that is, like, literally the worst nightmare for the Tick. Just, oh, like, having sure. nothing to do. It's <laughs> like, he can't even fathom it.
1: Real quick, I want to say that uh, we've seen a lot of homo uh, Superman stories. And I think that what they're doing with Hyperion, Superion, <laughs> not the Marvel one, is uh, <laughs> it's not Superman stupid, and it's not Red Sun, right? That's where you always <laughs> go. Is yeah. it? It's gotta be. This is... Just like frustrated and tired and not doing his hair, and I really like what they're he doing. He eats me on TV uh-huh. for a living.
3: Yeah, him, him, like truly not understanding the other side. But it is funny because both his stance is very right wing, superions, but the people he hates is
1: also very right wing.
3: And well, I'm, I'm ready. F- I'm sick of the left tearing each other apart. Let's have the right
0: do yeah. it a little. But he hot. has a
1: strategy. Bring him to that <laughs> Aztec <laughs> tower, no matter well, what. Take him there. there.
0: I, I like the fact that he has a favorite Aztec tower that <laughs> he takes people to. Also,
1: did
2: everybody catch it? that like, he reprised the scene from Superman. Oh, where yeah. Lois yes.
0: Lane is like
2: thinking that weird poem she thinks in the middle yeah. of that movie. The
1: tick is not about, ever about like direct satire, but he just sang that song <laughs> yeah. from the Richard Donner movie.
3: Uh, moments of the Week. Uh, I have a serious one, and it is Damn Kevin saying, These people don't think that we're human, and when people think, when people think that they can get away with pretty awful things, like fuck Oof. Tick, I did not know you had that. This in show you. became
2: overtly political, like political, yeah. in one episode.
3: Yeah. And then uh, the funny one is Superior, knowing Lint is Joan of Arc, and them talking. He's like, "What do you think of it so far? Being a hero, it's a pain in my ass." He goes, "Right?" Is <laughs> <Like, and he's laughs> that like it's a living?
1: It would be yeah.
0: Uh, Greg, uh,
2: when Arthur and Tick think that they have like officially gotten permission. To save Lobstercules, and they don't really realize what they're into just yet. But just when they think they've done it and they've actually done some good, the two of them, like, waiting until they get outside the office and then high fiving each other like 20 times and just being giddy that they've done some good, I thought was very endearing as well as funny.
1: Uh, Superion uh, finds the guy who started the shit talking on TV and he walks up to him. And then the guy on TV realizes who it is. Oh my God, this is, I don't need the Clark Kent glasses. Like, this is Superion. And Superior Hans like, yeah, it's me, and takes his hat and throws it behind him towards the building. I thought it was gonna shatter the building or no, go no. to the moon, but <laughs> it just slams gently on the window and then falls to the it's ground. <laughs> it's just
2: a hat. It's
0: just a hat. And uh, he didn't throw it that hard. You can only whip it that hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, my moment of the week was when uh, Kevin and Dot get caught. Kevin just looks at uh, Doctor Agent, whatever his name is, and just repeatedly says, "Lab coat, lab coat, <laughs> yeah. lab coat, lab coat."
2: <laughs> two by two by two hands of blue.
0: lab coat.
1: Oh, and then one more. Uh, When Lobster Herculees is explaining like how many people she has saved and they look at her and like, I'm from Atlantis. It's just something we do. Like they just find (laughs) random humans and take them back to the shore.
0: Uh, That is it for the tick. The tick is on Amazon Prime all the time. We're watching it week by week. Your next show this week is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. This week on Sabrina, the Witch Pope flies in to officiate Zelda and Father Blackwood's wedding, but then the Witch Pope gets murdered because Father Blackwood mind-controlled Ambrose, so now the wedding is a joint funeral slash wedding, both of which officiated by Father Blackwood himself, (laughs) but then Ambrose tries to kill him and goes to witch jail and Sabrina and Nick find her father's manifesto at the bottom of the ocean and use it to accuse fa- Faustus of murdering her parents while they are glamoured to look like the ghosts of her dead parents, then there's a honeymoon. Taste buds, I ask you this. Seems like a lot happened this week, huh?
3: <laughs> you cannot officiate your own wedding. Uh, fa- I know, because I
0: looked into it. <laughs> Father Blackwood can, apparently. He can do whatever he wants.
1: Mike, if you officiated your own wedding, would you do the thing like that? Uh, Sharon, Sonny Bono impression. Where, like, oh, for half, sure. Half officiate, half a green. I
3: think of it as uh, Batman Joker
0: Bat Dance, but yes, I would definitely <laughs> do that half, half face. Uh, well, Sabrina's on Netflix all the time. We're watching it week by week whenever we watch it. Your next show this week is Supergirl.
2: This week on Supergirl, according to my friend Sarah underscore L91. (laughs) Kara, I always go to Sarah underscore L91 for all my Supergirl synopses. Kara and Lena head to Cosnia to hunt down Lex. However, Eve Tessmacher sets a trap for the duo that could ultimately reveal that Kara is Supergirl. Meanwhile, Alex gets a long-awaited phone call. James practices using his powers, and Ben Lockwood takes a dangerous stand inside the DEO. Supergirl. Isn't Tess
3: Waterface? Isn't she just like a secretary? Eve Tessmacher? Eve Tessmacher.
2: According to this, she sets a trap for the duo that could ultimately <laughs> reveal that Kara is Supergirl. I
3: think she was the news organization's social media
1: person.
0: Well, you, <laughs> you, you can weird. find out by watching Supergirl nah. Sunday nights
1: on the CW. When you guys hear the term sets a trap, do you always think giant mousetrap? Yeah, it's always really oh, I guess trap. for me,
0: it's bear trap. Yeah, uh, it's giant, like a big yeah. toothy See, bear trap. A mousetrap in a bear for trap. For me, it's always a cardboard <laughs> box with a little... Uh, uh, classic trap. Uh, uh, yeah. And just like a nudie mag in there? Yeah. yeah. Mm, nudie mags. <laughs> uh, Made ne- of cheese. Your next show this week is Riverdale. This week on Riverdale, Betty experiences the farm's methods firsthand and almost believes them before doing even basic sleuthing and discovering the farm is an organ harvesting operation. <laughs> she manages to convince Cheryl, who rescues Tony, but Fangs and Kevin are real pieces of shit and sound the alarm. Meanwhile, Jughead discovers Dalton's old, Dalton Doyle's old scat troop are Lord of the Fliesing it in the woods. <laughs> Ethel reveals the Gargoyle King might be Jason Blossom, and Veronica and Archie convince Hiram to take bets on an illegal underground boxing match in which he hopes to kill a child, thereby <laughs> sending him to jail. Jason <laughs> <Today's laughs> I ask you this. Seeing as this is the second week in a row that Molly Ringwald's character has brought in a mildly butch woman who is a very good friend from (laughs) way back. Oh, shit. Who else is jumping on my theory that Archie's going to have a stepmom next season? That is
1: a really good point.
0: It has never been addressed why Fred and Mary uh, were separated. And now this is, Molly Ringwald's been back for two episodes and both episodes, she's like, hey, here's this like militaristic woman who I know very well from my time <laughs> at a women's college. I, th- I think that's where this is going. I agree. agree. That okay, is crazy. cool. Good. Good. I just wanted to make sure. So <laughs> I, we threw out a whole bunch of baseless accusations about what was happening at the farm. Did anyone call organ harvesting? No, that's a surprise. That,
1: that one threw me for a loop, I have to say. And then, yeah, I love Betty who's like, no, this is something is definitely up. And then she finds the organs. She's like, yeah, something is definitely up. <laughs> and then watching her go around to all the people. Cheryl, God love her. Like She was like, you're a fucking stupid bitch, but you might be yeah. right, and I'm with you. Every <laughs>
2: step along the way, I was like, man, she's really following this Oregon trail.
1: <laughs> hey, thanks, I did, everybody.
0: I, I, I did like that Cheryl was straight up like, hey, Betty, you're a stupid dum-dum,
1: right until the moment that Betty opens the cooler. This is the And it's like, this is a heart. Stop <laughs> going around saying things to people. Have an organ with you and yeah. dump it on their bed yeah. when they don't believe you. Even if it's not about organs. Dump an that, organ on their that bed. That is a good point maker.
0: I just love that Kevin had actual surgery performed on him. He's like, Betty, why are you being such a bitch about this?
1: <laughs> did you, do you think that at the end, Hiram is in jail?
0: Yes. And I, I hope that they figured out that
1: Hiram is a shitty uh, antagonist. Did you get the impression that Hiram is going to be gone for a long time or maybe forever based on his incredible... Oscar-worthy performance in this episode. He stole the show. It wasn't just trying to murder a kid. Everything that came out of his mouth was amazing.
0: It was like they distilled every episode where he's ever been like, I'm a New York big-time crime boss, and my arch nemesis is a 17-year-old named Archie Andrews.
1: V-, v clearly wants to bust him, so she goes in and says, "Like, oh, we should do it. Uh, we should have betting at my club but that would be illegal. And he's like, no, fuck that. Let's get all the bets and let's do it.
0: And, and the moment when he stands up in the sauna, he's basically nude. And he says to a 17-year-old, there's nothing about me that's soft. <laughs>
1: and then oh, his no. wife calls him out for getting into a boxing match with a 17-year-old. And he says straight up, I was in the sauna with other men. What was else was I going to say? I had to take him up on this.
0: No, that's sauna rules. Everyone knows <laughs> sauna rules. So, that, no sauna rules uh unfortunately we have we have to move
1: on but R- do you think that archie sums it up best when veronica went over all of her dad's pla- plans and archie was like yeah your dad sucks <laughs> <laughs> His exact words were, yeah ronnie your dad sucks and it's the <laughs> hardest i've laughed at in episode <laughs> riverdale it's also the months. most teenage realistic yeah <laughs> R- ryan do you have a moment of the week my moment of the week goes back to uh molly ringwald's future wife who uh it very straight, you know, like the very dour FBI agent. Oh, yeah, but was written like an FBI agent from the 20s. <laughs> so, uh, she sits down and she uh, she tells her plan, and everybody's like, Yeah, that's gonna work. And she's like, It will see, it's gonna be gangbusters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have three very rapid ones because
3: I'm, oh, I'm breaking oh, my this own guy.
0: rules. Uh, one is just the fact that Daddy Lessons made an appearance. In oh, this. But yeah, Daddy Lessons, uh, the song from Beyonce, Veronica oh, okay. does rendition.
1: Uh, while also, the boxing match I thought it yes. was being sung over the boxing match I but it was apparently too. in a different location
0: uh, and Jughead is finally the first character to really capture the essence of how crazy this like Gargle King stuff is because he's in the bunker with Ethel and she's like but I love him and he's like what What are you talking about you just said he's gonna murder you what is this what's happening <laughs> uh, and the third is uh, once again he says there's nothing soft about me to a 17 year okay I got one more then
1: I they, Betty hears about the whole Jason Blossom thing that it was clearly him on the, and tells Jughead on the phone and Betty's like so you know what we're gonna have to do and Jughead's like dig up Jason Blossom <laughs> And Betty's like, could you? <laughs> and, <laughs> he, so qu- and it cuts immediately to him digging him up. He
0: does. He digs up the casket, and it's empty.
3: Uh, I have one, even though I didn't watch this episode, is uh, the funniest thing that's ever happened connected to anything Archie. Four days ago, Archie Comics tweeted, I'm baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Contextless unless you follow several things. <laughs> that, Good job, Archie Castle Comics. News. Oh, that's amazing. Guys, Riverdale's on Wednesday nights in the CW. Your next show this week is iZombie. Six months after the end of the last season, New Seattle's on a breaking
3: point, with zombie and human relations bubbling up. Someone is causing a food shortage for zombies and leaking zombie attack videos, and Ravi is trying to keep the zombie cure out of science's hands while also holding back Cockney Thug Brain. Meanwhile, Peyton is acting mayor, Major's dealing with being a general, Clive and Dale are having a baby, and Liv is full-blown renegade. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Renegade! When a show knows its ending, does it owe viewers anything more than what it always delivers? Than what it always delivers. This is a I IZombie ass, I zombie episode. This Th- is not a we're on the end March.
1: So all the stuff that <laughs> all of the stuff that Lucifer tried to do, the whole Stan Lee theory of every episode is somebody's first. Uh huh. IZombie doesn't give a fuck. About. Nope. You're with us or you're against us. <laughs> but we are with it. Yes. Were you with it?
3: I was. And like halfway through, cause I, I was not for a while, and it was like, oh, only because Mike is aware that this is the last season. So I'm expecting more, but this is just there's a case Live of the Moore. week. There's a bunch of happening, but there's not Live More Claiborne. Is that what And just
1: go with it and hang out with the characters you love, and then I was fine. This I thought this episode was very funny and it had the same tone that I missed. But as far as plot lines go, I'm not sure I understand a single one of them. <laughs> I think that I am so, so lost, and I'm gonna blame them. Uh-huh. I probably have a little bit of responsibility, but Shit is insane Say right now. Say what you
3: think is happening to each main character.
1: Oh, man. Like, Liv, I don't, I have no idea. Liv is the... the and she is the main character, and I have the loosest grip on what's yeah, going on. Yeah, she's running her. around, like, popping up being in the background she's of the all background the stories. She's in the background of everybody's stories. Blaine's like a Scarface-level brain dealer at this point.
3: Yeah, Brain is importing brains into the city for the zombies.
1: And you, you can tell you're a Scarface-level drug dealer because you wear robes to your pool... And then just dive in and like do a swim. Uh-huh. Just do a swim. Everybody else who you owns a pool just never goes in it, right? Gross douche <laughs>
3: things like bring a friend, no fatties. Real Blaine <laughs> oh, quote.
1: No. Did you notice the names of the doctors? No, what were they? Uh it was they were saying, like, hey, it's I'm so glad that you're here because of like your hard life. You know, it it must have been so hard for you because you're a brown woman.
3: Uh-huh. She's like, Oh, well, yeah. that that bit was funny. And she's like, No, I am pretty wealthy and
1: my <laughs> parents are doctors and I'm totally fine. It was uh Doctor White, Doctor Rich, and Doctor Mann. <laughs> I love my zombie. <laughs> I love it. It's I, I love like all the references were there, all the jokes were there. I don't know what's going on, and they don't know what's going on.
0: Do you guys have moments of the week, Ryan?
1: My moment of the week is actually Jennifer Irwin, who is a character actress who recently appeared as the uh, middle aged white chick on Superstore. Like just a very snotty person to like uh, do you guys remember the Marsha from Parks and Rec? Just the Christian mm-hmm. person who hated Leslie. Yes. Jennifer Irwin's now making a thing, and now she is at least a minor villain on this season of iZombie, and she's very good at it.
3: Oh, she was on the talk show Frostbites.
1: Yes. Yes. She was fucking
3: Frostbites. great while uh, Mr. Frost kept trying to like feel up Peyton's knee. And she thinks it was it's a we- delightful
1: scene. She thinks it's weird that zombies and humans live together, yes. and so much so that she is becoming a terrorist, like yeah. Taylor will do in the name of Jesus and very soon. And she
3: did say, I wouldn't send my kids to school with vampires or werewolves either. That made me laugh so <laughs> loud. Uh, my moment of the week. Thank you, Taylor. Uh, uh, Blaine has a bunch of border patrol agents. He kidnaps them because they are stopping to doing the deal, even though he pays them. And he goes to take off the duct tape of one of their mouths. And it felt like the actor missed the duct tape five times and they left it in. He just keeps going for it and misses (laughs) the corner of the duct tape because it is legit hard. It was the funniest, weirdest, most subtle real (laughs) joke
0: ever. Uh, iZombie's on the CW. It's the last season. Guys, watch it. It's a good fucking show. I didn't watch it, but you'll, you get it. Doom <laughs> Patrol is our
1: final show this week. On the 12th episode of Doom Patrol, we get Doom Patrol. Don't call them that. Cyborg's dad, a.k.a. Jackie Childs, don't call him that, decides he needs the team to infiltrate the company of villains that is holding his son hostage. They fuck it up. Or do they? Don't call them that, as the episode uses some Soderberghian devices to show that the Doom Patrol was in control the whole time. Taste buds, I ask you this: Are we ready to get missions of the week now?
0: Yeah, yes. I I think so. I the, this show has dabbled with missions of the week, and I think like we're ready. Like we can do that shit now. Let's do it. Like and let's the, let's go full force.
2: The source material is very much mission of the week, all loosely kind of tied to the ant farm, and so I think that that works for this. And they're just gonna have a new weirdo every single week, but they're all gonna kind of tie back into the ant farm or how would, we nobody. Des-
1: how would we describe the ant farm? Is it like a clearly villainous aegis? aegis?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's run by a bureau of normalcy, Uh, Which is never great. The main (laughs) point of the show seems to be that there's nothing weirder than people who are really into what is normal and that there's really like no difference between weird and normal. The more you get into one, the the more you end up being in the other as well.
1: Which gave us like our Disney-ish, but I thought it worked moment where they were about to leave and they said, but all these other people probably don't want to be normal either and Uh then went back and saved all the like Temple of Doom slaves at the end. And
3: yeah. it, it does and then show the like. The butts got out. Including uh, releasing out. Including thousands of, army butts. of butts. And then that's the, the, the general's like, as long as the butts are fine.
1: We must like, not upset the buts. butts. That, <laughs> that's the big thing I wanted to talk about is that uh, there was a bunch of butts with mouths. Yeah. Right? And we have Preacher, and I don't know, we have a couple of other shows that try so hard to be uh, happy, maybe. There's a scene in, in halfway through this episode where somebody starts a music montage, which a lot of these shows also do. And Crazy Jane's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to handle this music. Yeah.
3: We get it, douchebag. You've seen Reservoir Dog. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But isn't
1: she also sort of saying, we've seen Preacher, we've seen yeah. Happy? And the, the agent looks so upset, as do the creators of Happy and Preacher. <laughs> but then when they do a Preacher-type thing, uh-huh. having butts with Maus attack them, I think it does sort of work. Like I think they're setting yeah. themselves up in a better way than Preacher to do whatever they want.
2: Yeah, they have a much better grip of the weird. You know, and of bringing things that are weird and making them interesting. Uh, I think it takes a while to get on the level of the show, but we are now and we like what they do, so it works for us. And especially, there's like a promise made by a weird, goofy general saying, "We must not upset the butts." <laughs> yeah, like if you have that in Act One, Act Three, I want to see them
0: butt check yeah, he's not, butts.
1: He's the bad guy, but he's not like overly villainous. He has a he's a little
0: confused.
1: Napkin tucked into his shirt, yeah, eating yeah. a sandwich the entire time.
0: <laughs> Specifically, a Big Mac, which is hand delivered to him. Yeah, and that was delightful to me. I loved that. <laughs> Those are the little flourishes that I think mm. this show pulls off that other shows might not be able to. Also, I think
2: what it pulls off is uh they've done two different types of body horror with Cyborg. Uh, last week it was like his body Oof. becoming more cybernetic uh-huh. and him freaking out and this week it's his mind. Grid. Yeah. yeah, thinking like he has expunged grid from his mind and then grid like seeming to be there and I feel like in both cases that's what Doom Patrol is really about. It's about being like disabled and having maybe like a mental illness and how like really jarring and upsetting and awful that is, and every member of Doom Patrol has a problem like that. Their own grid, yeah. And bringing in Cyborg was perfect because they didn't. It didn't make the show more Cyborg like. It made Cyborg more Doom Patrol like. Mm-hmm. And he, I've never been more interested in him. Right. Because
1: what we felt like it that this was the only DC superstar they could afford. Yeah. But it actually makes perfect sense.
2: Literally, Cyborg has to be on every team in the DC <laughs> universe right now. But <laughs> this is the most contract. interesting use of him. Yeah. He's on all three of them, right he's now. He's DC's fetch.
0: <laughs> I don't get that. They're trying to make him work. Oh, fetch I lives. get it. That's Mean Girls. Yeah, he is the Mean Girl. He's the he, he is the Regina. No, man. fuck you. Cyborg's Reg- great. Well, no, he but yeah, but he's the
2: he's the Regina George of the Disagree. crew. I say I Linda. like him a lot more after these two episodes than mm, I did before. Yeah. I wasn't sure what they were doing with him, and now.
3: It, it, like, with Five in uh, Umbrella Academy, it was a slow burn, and it yeah. works really well.
0: They really played it, like, the first few episodes, he was the golden boy, and he was sort of the most normal one, and then they've really nuanced him away. Yeah,
2: there's that line in this one, Cyborg's not like us. He's a real superhero. <laughs> <laughs> and this episode is just proof for a second week in a row that Cyborg is exactly like them, if looked at through this one yeah. lens.
0: Well, we have to wrap up. Moments of the week. Mike? If it's not the, the douchebag,
3: you've seen Reservoir Dogs. Shout out to all the Too Cool for School shows. Uh,
1: yeah, it's butts, man. Chekhov's butts. You can <laughs> see an army of butts.
3: I, I wish I could be better than this and not say it's an army
1: of butts, it's but an it's army an army of butt. te- butts with teeth. I don't, like, I don't think that makes you small or not clever if you pick the butts <laughs> as Like uh, It's right there. I've Thank built you. my whole life around butts, you so I, I think it
2: makes sense. Uh, for me, it's... Sometimes these are good things, sometimes they're bad things. Uh, This is just the moment I thought of the most. Before Cliff punches somebody, uh, he calls him Cuck Face. (laughs) Uh, And I just don't know where we're at with Cuck right now, but hearing a guy with a southern accent say it to a black guy as he punches him in the face, I don't know. Like, what are they doing with that? It it didn't feel like a commentary on people who say Cuck. It felt like Cliff was legitimately using the word Cuck, and that's... Makes it, me feel uncomfortable. Is
1: he taking it back? Are we taking it back yet? Let's
3: take it back.
2: But see, it didn't say. It didn't seem like very taking it back. Maybe I'm reading it the wrong way. But he it's is def- a NASCAR driver. It's definitely the yeah. moment I thought about all week. Like, wait, how right-wing is this guy?
0: Ooh, that's a very good question. I wish I had thought about that more. <laughs> Ryan, moment of the week?
1: Uh, all other shows where the dad is clearly fucking over the son would have the son just forgive him because it's his dad. Cyborg, whose dad tried to fuck him, uh, beats the living shit out of him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And th- uh, in this week, that is the 25th anniversary of how come he didn't want me, man. Uh, this is what Will Smith would have loved to do uh-huh. to his piece of shit truck da- truck driver dad. And
3: Oof. then that Mr. Nobody saying, that last memory wasn't even real. It's like, oh, yeah, fuck, you all dude. forgot
0: about Mr. Nobody. <laughs> oh uh, well, my moment of the week was uh, much lighter than that. It was just the <laughs> fact that uh, Cliff was stuck on that big magnet and that lady with the glasses just read him to absolute fill. <laughs> <laughs> like, low-quality welding. You are you were basically just a brain and whatever. We yep. have a toaster that's better than you. <laughs> him
3: trying to brag, he's like, how many times have you seen this? I'm a brain and machine. She's like, a dozen? Yeah. Like, so comic like, books are dumb, yeah. guy. Yeah. She's like, we had a whole decade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there are a couple of different, like, configurations of Cliff in the comics, and they always go back to classic Cliff, but I wonder if they're teasing that they're going to bring one of the other ones into the show
0: that would be cool cliff
2: 2.0 3.0
0: uh doom patrols on dc universe on fridays that is all the shows for this week guys we made it to the end hooray praise be his name praise be his name satan sing to the highest Uh, Next week, we're going to be covering the first part of CW finale weeks with Arrow, The Flash, and Riverdale. all wrapping up. What are we doing? Wrapping up.
1: What are we main segmenting? All three.
0: They each get ten.
1: I'm not watching The Flash. No, 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 (laughs) No, you guys got it. We we have not watched any of The Flash. We gotta. We gotta pick. We gotta. We don't want to focus on one.
0: My vote is all three. I, I mean, hey, there's one that's standing out real strong over there. Me there too. Up, there's one that I really want to up, see. Up. I think we're gonna watch the Flash, but well, you will tune in next so week and find out. Uh, that is it for us. For my I'm Ray for Ray, I'm Greg for Greg, I'm Taylor for Taylor. We are the wow, 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 and we only worship the Lord, our God. This is an awesome God, God. He reigns from heaven above. And the Why, devil has is so much cooler music. But, well, yeah, if you like um, angry Stuff. music. And no, if you, if you like, a, if you like that the devil. Face. If you like the devil, then sure, his, his music might sound strange. of the devil. Listen, the path is wide that leads to Satan. But the path is leads, leads the well, path narrow, which leads to the Lord. We walk the narrow path. We do not go through the brambles. We do not. We do no, not. Get Brer Rabbit r- lives in the brambles. I'm pure team Brer Rabbit, team the devil. Fuck. I'm not, I'm losing them. I'm losing them. You still got me, Taylor. Oh, thank God. Uh.